welcome back to God in Therapy with Tyra Body, your favorite therapist. Um, we are going to have an amazing conversation today. This is um, one of the ones I think some of y'all been waiting on. Um, but let me start by saying, if you need therapy, and you probably will after this conversation today, um, go to tarabody.com and go under services and schedule a consultation or a session so that we can dive into your individual and personal issue. Also, if you hear or see um, other topics that you want me to discuss because you want to hear what would God say through me to you about this, then email me at info at tarabody.com and let me see what y'all want to talk about. So uh, I probably need to pray before this session. Hold on. Let me let me <laughs> let, let me pray before the session. Heavenly Father, Lord, cover the listener, God. Open their heart. Give them a purity of spirit. So that whatever is being said today on this topic, God, I pray they can receive it, Lord, through your spirit, the right way, God, and they can apply it to their life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, y'all ready? This one is called Honor Your Parents. And I hear all the parents saying, well, it's about time because you've been telling us all this stuff we got to do, but you ain't telling them nothing they need to be doing. So, Let's go ahead and go into the word of the Lord today. Let's start this conversation. Um, Exodus 20 and 12 says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long and that it may go well with you and the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Amen. We got that out. That's what Jesus said. And as uh, our old school parents said, Honor your mother and father, you're going to die early. Never mind. I'm not going to say, <laughs> but that's how I heard it when I was little. You better do what I say or your, your days ain't going to be long. Um, so this is a scripture that just got some of y'all straight up scared <laughs> all the time, <laughs> all the time. And we're going to talk about it because if I'm talking about it, it's because y'all talking about it in therapy. This is stuff that my clients deal with. And the question is, Tara, how... How deep that on the thing go? How how far? Like I need to know, like the parameters of this honor thing. Because if my mama say that one more time, when I tell her I'm not gonna do something she won't, or my daddy say I'm not I'm not I'm disrespecting him because I didn't follow his advice, I'm gonna scream. So I'm grown, grown, and I'm trying to understand where these boundaries are. So hey, this is not Tyra's opinion. We're gonna stick to the word of God on this stuff and God alone. So <clears throat> let's break down a couple of things, the word honor, because <laughs> when I needed to talk to God about this, because I told y'all, I ain't talking to y'all about nothing that I ain't had to talk to him about. I wanted to know, God, what does honor mean? And I just went to the dictionary on this thing. Well, I Googled it because I'm a millennial and we don't go to the dictionary. But honor means to regard with great respect and great esteem. All right, do a heart check. Are you children? Are you regarding with great respect and great esteem your parents? It says just to regard them. Yes. Most of us, yes. Yes, of course we do. I, that, it's a parent. It's your mom. It's your, it's your dad. But sometimes in order to understand what a word is, you got to understand what it means, the opposite of that word. So the opposite of honor is dishonor. Because sometimes you may say, well, what does that mean to regard with great respect and great esteem, I think I'm doing that. So let's talk about what it means to dishonor them. It means to bring shame or disgrace on. Hmm, 
Okay. Anybody bringing shame or disgrace on? Okay, because that would be what it means to dishonor them is you're bringing shame or disgrace on them. So some of you are like, well, I ain't doing that. But they still mad at me all the time and telling me I ain't honoring them. In fact, I have done a lot to make them proud of me. I think if anybody would say anything about my life, they would say I respect my parents very well. I've set up my life. I'm doing well. I probably went to school. I'm taking care of myself. They don't have to pay my bills. So when they tell me I'm dishonoring them, I'm confused, Tara, as you should be. Let's let's look at some other scriptures, if you don't mind. And parents, listen up. Here go some other ones here, because I just want to bring this in because God has already talked about all of this. Matthew 19 and 29 says, and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or um, land for my namesake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit in eternal life. Do I have to read that sec again? He said people who leave all these things, including their father or mother for his sake, will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. So parents, some of y'all believe that these children belong to you. You believe that they belong to you. Let's just go and agree with it. My baby, I had him. But how can your child do this, <laughs> what God said, and leave for his namesake if you're telling them that they belong to you and they need to do everything that you say. You see where there's going to be a conflict? There's going to be a conflict. Then we have Luke 14, 26 that says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father, mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, yes, even his own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Now, when you read this scripture, God is not saying hate them. He's saying, I need you to understand when you try to be my disciple, my will comes first above all these people that I just named, including yourself. So now let's 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 pause their parents, because if you're saying my child needs to always follow me and that is in your head and you're teaching your child that I know everything forever for your whole life and you're not instead introducing them to the voice of God even as they are young your child is being trained to obey you and not God or obey you over God to the point that you may give them wrong information and wrong guidance they're not even going to check with God on the stuff you telling them that's a problem because you could be well intentioned to try to guide your child into something, especially as an adult, and it could be outside the will of God for their life. And now who's in trouble? Well, you and the child. <laughs> because your adult child is supposed to listen to God and they're supposed to come out of that. They're supposed to, at some point, take your guidance as advice, but not a command. Because every command for their life should come from God and not you. Okay, y'all not feeling me? So um, let me, let me, I, I feel it in your spirit. I feel it. You like tired. I, I, I don't hear it yet. Okay, all right, all right. So let me give you a scripture that you like again. Ephesians 6 and 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Mm-hmm. 
Then I'm going to come back at you with 1 Corinthians 13 and 11. When I was a child, <laughs> I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Your grown baby is not a child anymore. Okay? So they don't have to obey you. That, that is not connected to their honor and esteeming you that they obey you anymore because they're not a child. It says children obey. But that 37-year-old need to be able to just move and be and live in God. As God leads them, they need to be able to govern their life. And don't get me started if they're married because then I have to hit you with the leave and the cleave. Do I? <laughs> Let's go. Genesis 2 and 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and there shall be one flesh. So if you are still trying to govern your grown child and your grown married child, you are out of order. And these children are coming in therapy struggling with it because they're like, my mama not talking to me because I didn't do something she told me to do. My daddy ain't talking to me because I didn't do something what he told me to do. And they're struggling because in their mind, in their heart, in their spirit, they know that God is leading them to do something and they're having to fight you. And you are judging their love and honor of you based upon them obeying you. And that's a problem. That is wrong. It's wicked. God would not have put these scriptures in the Bible if he didn't know the nature of parents. He knew you had a nature to try to rule your child beyond the years in which you were supposed to do it. He knew that you had this nature to rule them beyond the parameters of your rule. God put parameters around your rule. There is a season in which your children are supposed to just obey you, right or wrong, they're supposed to obey you. And in that season, if anything is wrong or you're, you're leading them wrong, then the punishment is on you and not the child because God told them to follow you basically blindly when they're a child. But let me tell you, people, once you get of a certain age of adulthood, you cannot blame your following your parents down the wrong path on them. God is still going to hold your life accountable because as an adult, you know when it's right and right when something is right and wrong. You can't say because my family does this, because my parents do this, because this is the culture and tradition of our family and my mother introduced it or my father introduced it. That is right. No. This is why God says study the, to show thy own self-approved because he's saying you better get in my word for yourself. You know how to read. So when you see the family going down a different path, doing things that are not according to the word of God, it doesn't matter that it's the culture of your family. It's not, it doesn't matter. It's now wrong and you are now the adult. And you have so many stories in the Bible where God had to bring people out of their homes with their families. He told Abraham, leave your father's house, leave his lands and never return. And Abraham never returned because God could not have made Abraham a father of many nations still up under his his father, still in his father's house. A lot of you, the blessings and the favor and the inheritance of the Lord has not come upon your life. Because you are still looking for your parents to be your Lord, your God, your Savior, and your provider. And you are an adult. You are an adult. And because your parent is lording something over you, maybe they're lording over their will. 
writing you out of the wheel, not leaving you the house, not leaving you any money. So you're allowing yourself to be bought into this parental slavery. Yes, I said it. Because they are master and you are not child because you feel like they are your provider. They are not your provider. God is. He is. Yes, they can leave the little will to you in the inheritance, but God can cause it where you won't even get half of that stuff. You'll, it'll, it'll be lost because you are outside of his will. The father, God, the father of the universe, he is the one that can bless you more than your parents. You have to live your life according to his will, according to his, to his guidance and his plan for you. And I know that's hard for people because if I do it, my mama won't talk to me. If I do it, my daddy won't talk to me. And I hate when they upset. Grow up. I know that's harsh. I know it's harsh. Grow up. What do you need? You need them to call you and sing you happy birthday, baby. Get you some friends. We talked about it in the last episode. Some of you are clinging to your parents like you were a child that still needs to be supple. You're a child that still needs to them, them to tell you good job. If that is your weakness and that is your issue, you're going to have to mature and you're going to have to grow up because the reason that they are able to have this control over you is because you're giving it to them because you have that need. God is the one that must affirm you. He is the one that must tell you he is pleased with you and your life. If you're walking in righteousness and you know you've honored your parents, you don't need them to give you a clap anymore. You don't need them to say, good boy, good girl. You don't need that anymore. I know it's a hard transition because some of you, your parents have taught you how to be emotionally dependent on them. You are emotionally dependent. They kept you away from a lot of other people that could have gave you that love. If they had put you in, in a healthy environment where other people outside of them were loving on you and they allowed other people to speak into your life, then you wouldn't be as emotionally dependent on them. But if they have separated you from everybody else when you were a child and kept you just close to them, you may believe that that's the only place you can get love for, from. So even when they are emotionally or verbally or physically abusive to you, you still are there because you don't think you'll get love anywhere else. Deny it because you are caught up in a toxic relationship. You can honor your parents and esteem them, but not honor their behaviors. If their behaviors are toxic towards you, if the things they're saying towards you do not flow into the plan of God, you have to deny that. You have to come out of that. And so a lot of people, I want to, to really, I want you to really understand that God would never have anybody on this earth, any human being that can take total control over you. He never would have done that because he knows the human capacity we have to try to rule over people. Parents, you got little kids in your house. I need you to train them now to follow God over you. I know that's scary. You're like, no, I, 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 I want to tell them what to do. Because mm -mm. you're going to create a dependence on you where they will never listen to God. They won't even be able to hear their voice. So it starts with small things like, um, an example, my children. My daughter was thinking about what classes she should sign up in high school. You know, the, the age-old question you ask your children, what do you want to be when you grow up? What I had to learn to tell my daughter is I want you to really start seeking God and looking at the gifts and talents you have and start talking to him about your future. 
Now, I could have done what every other parent has done forever and say, you should be a lawyer because they get paid a lot of money or a doctor or a scientist. Or I, I could push them into things that I believe will make them money so that they can get security. Or I will push them into things that I think would make them famous. But instead, because that's more of a selfish thing, that is me saying I want them to have money and I'm not thinking about who is my child what purpose did God put them in the earth and they need to make sure they get there because God's purpose for them may not include them being famous or extremely rich. And we cannot put it in our head, our children's head that if they are not famous or extremely rich, that they are not good people or successful people. The aim for our children should be make sure you're going along with the path God has for you. And start telling them, listen for the voice of God. Listen for him to direct you. Tell them God's voice should be bigger than my voice. Say, yes, I'm going to guide you and try to pray with you on some things so that God can really help us to make the good, good decisions. And then one day it's just going to be you and God making decisions. But we have to put God in the mix. Even when your children come to you for advice, say, come here, let's pray about that. Let's pray about that situation. Let's pray about that decision you're about to make. But most parents, that's not what any of us do. Our kids ask us the question and we jump right in because we are the answer giver. But I want you to train your children because here's the thing. We should be training our children to pray on all occasions because God says that's what we're supposed to do. So even when our children come to us, they should see us praying to God to get answer and direction for them. We should be praying about whatever our children bring to us. They shouldn't see us just, oh, this is what you should do. This is what I think you should do. No, say, you know what? That's a very good question. I'm going to go to God in prayer about that so I can lead you in the direction I believe he wants me to lead you and give you advice. This is probably one of the biggest issues I see in counseling is a lot of people super attached to their parents emotionally well into their adulthood and you can't get out of it because you have been taught dependency you have been taught to be connected to them even when they're having you do things that are not aligned with the word of God some parents have their children doing things that are just downright sinful for them it's different when you are a child in their house but when you are an adult you have to push back on that. You have to say, no, I can't do that. No, mom, that's not the right way. You have an authority because your parents are your sisters and brothers in Christ to say, mom, that's not a godly characteristic to keep gossiping about people. <laughs> I don't want to be involved in that gossip. You can respect and honor your parent and still tell them, I don't, I don't, that's not a good thing to do. And I don't want, um, I don't want you to be caught in that sin. Some of you, your parents are your best friends. Well, that's good because you have a, a way of speaking to them. You should be able to connect with them and get to their heart and be able to speak some God truths to them that they wouldn't listen to anybody else with. But we have to be able to understand you are an adult at this point in your life. A lot of you are adults. And if you have children, you have the amazing opportunity to change a legacy. You have an amazing opportunity to switch the bloodline. Whatever way your parents raised you, they may have thought that that was amazing. 
But it is now your opportunity to do it God's way and to say, Mom, I know that's what you did to raise me. But God has given me a different set of wisdom, a different level of of knowledge that I'm going to raise minds this way. Because this is the direction I want the family to go. These are the type of adults I'm trying to produce. I'm not trying to produce what you produce because I had to... (laughs) I had to pray, worship, and get up out of a lot of that stuff. I had to go to therapy to process some of the stuff you gave me. And I don't want my children to have to process that in therapy. I don't want them to have to go through that. I don't want a lot of that stuff to be their testimony. As the adult, it is such a privilege that you get to change the next generation. Don't let go your privilege by giving it away to your parents and just doing it their way. If you're just a carbon copy and you don't think you can do differently, you're going to get the same results. Your children are going to suffer with the same insecurities, the same fears, the same anxieties, the same relational issues. They are going to suffer. Learn to esteem your parents and respect them. But you have to listen to God and follow his obedience. You have to follow what he tells you to do. The Bible says a wise man receives a multitude of counsel. So if the only counsel you're still getting is from your parents and the only people you're still listening to is your parents, you are missing out on a lot of good godly counsel and wisdom. Consider your parents' advice. Consider their counsel. But at the end of the day, the discernment has to come between you and God because you are held accountable for not only your life, but if you have children, you are accountable for the the actions and the decisions you make concerning them. So I pray that some of you had a perspective perspective and an understanding of what it means to honor. It does not mean that you follow blindly once you become an adult. And if some of you have your parents and they're still very involved in your marriage and it's harming your spouse, you are the one that is out of order, not your spouse. Because you are supposed to cleave to them, become one, and now they are your immediate family. And you have to consider their emotions and what they want over your parents. It's a God rule, not a Tara body rule. You and your spouse are now one. You are the immediate family, you and your children if you have them. And the parents cannot be involved in everything. You should not be going to them, telling them everything going on in your household with your spouse, and they're giving you ill um, ill advice. They should not even be involved like that. You should be protective of your marriage. Go to marriage counseling. Go to a lot of things. But when you involve your parents, now we have issues in the marriage. And a lot of you have allowed that, and you're out of order. The parental season is over when you become an adult and especially when you become um, when you when you're now married. And so when we fall out of God's guidance on these things and we don't listen to the scripture is when there is anger, there is hurt, there is resentfulness, there is bitterness and then there's division. And you you should not um, you don't want to lose your relationship with your spouse or your children because you're still listening to or following along with the culture from your parents. It is your turn to learn God's way, do it God's way, and go fully in it. Go fully in it as a disciple of Christ. Go fully in it as a kingdom person. And don't look back. Your parents will be okay. <laughs> They'll be okay. Because if they're a godly parent, they understand that that's the way it was supposed to go. They understand that at a point they were supposed to let you go because you never belonged to them anyway. 
We all belong to God. Parents, our children belong to God. And that's where you want them because that's the best hands for them to ever be in because he has a plan and a purpose for them that they must, they must find and they must fulfill before they leave this earth. All right. Well, I think we got through it. I hope y'all, you know, you okay. But if you're not, go to tarabody.com and schedule <laughs> a counseling session under services because some of you have very unique situations and you want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. If you if you clicked on this, it's because the title probably struck you a little bit because you're having a parental issue with an adult parent. You, you're having an issue and you don't know how to handle it. So come in and we'll discuss it. Or you can email me at info at tarabody.com. I pray that you got something that you, you, you learned something from this today. And I'm going to do a short prayer for you because I want your mind and your heart and your spirit to be good as you leave today. Okay. Father God, I pray over this listener today that whatever was said brought them some level of clarity, God, or some perspective, God. I pray over strained relationships between parents and their children, God. I pray, Lord, for good reconciliation. I pray for good relationship. I pray for balance, God, and boundaries according to your word, God. Help all parties to understand that by operating according to your word, to your word, God, everybody wins, everybody prospers, everybody gets that eternal life that you promised to those who follow your word. God, we thank you for today. Thank you for these families. Thank you for these people, these good people, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. All right, this is Tara Body with God in Therapy. Y'all have a good evening.